Bill Iraq, El Jefe, Mr. Glass Half Full, The Revival. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. Glass Half Full, and my boy El Jefe. It's New York Revival. We're back in the building. What's going on? Where we're not just sports, we're entertainment. We're what a week! People. What a what week! A week! What a what a time to be alive for your New York fan. Um, we're just in the thick of it, baby. We, me and you, and, and Eli, we were just trying, like we we're climbing the ladder, trying to hope for this. Like we were waiting for this time. We were waiting for playoffs to start, waiting for drafts to start, and we are finally here. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh. You might you might think that we're missing somebody. Oh, um, yeah, you know, we are. <laughs> our fearless leader, if you're thinking that where is our fearless leader, Eli, he will be here. No worries, everybody. Calm down. He, Our boy had a little bit of a, a little bit of emergency. He's back, though. He'll be here. Don't worry, everybody. So me and me and Hefe are going to hold it down for you guys for a little bit, kind of get us through the beginning, do our best because, you know, we're not Eli. We, we don't have nobody. That. No, you can't. You can't right. fake that. I am quickly realizing my arms are not ready for tank tops yet. Look how milky, <laughs> milky white. It's reflecting off the. It's, it's, <laughs> if it's if it's blinding, I could throw a shirt on. This is no, this no, is no. not a good look. Um, we're, we're I was feeling deep. so enthusiastic about my. Oh my teams. god! How about them Knicks, baby? Listen, hey, listen. Tell us about your weekend. What did you do? How did you? Did you watch the games? You have fun? Like what? what what's going on with uh, Hefe's weekend here? Um, the, 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 right home bout? No. the wife, the wife's been on a real kick of inviting, uh, usually it's my friends that we hang out with. I feel like that usually is what happens, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think guys stay better friends as they get older in yes. general. Um, cause we're just easier and we just like yeah. to drink and hang out. Like that's pretty much all we need. Yeah. Um, but I give it credit to, uh, her friends have been partying lately. So like every month we've been going out with her friends and nice. uh, Friday night, we, we went after it and, and we, we had some time. So luckily, uh, her friends have some, some cool husbands too. So we had a good time Awesome. and, awesome. uh, still recovering in a yeah, way. Yeah. It takes a but long you bounce time. Back, nowadays, you bounce bro. back. Okay. Oh, wait. I see him out there. Da -da 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 -da. Eli rocks. <laughs> What's good? Peace and blessings. It is your boy, Eli Rax, aka Vibes. And welcome to New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment, man. Yes. We got to set this off right here. I know you guys did the whole thing, but I feel great. I feel oh. good. I need my brothers here, man. I'm here Let's with Mr. Go. Glass Half Full of Nets. Speed if you nasty day. Hey, 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 that took a lot of energy for some reason guys forgive me i'm a little under the weather i'm feeling a little crazy but i had to come in with you guys with my brothers it's been too long how you guys doing man thanks for having me man all good man you didn't miss much you missed uh you just missed the intro right which obviously we we missed you pretty good for that one no he makes it look like I know you. Like I've seen you in pre-show before we go live, and sometimes Eli's like, "Man, I'm just exhausted. I just, <laughs> I just worked on the house all day. I'm fucking yeah. exhausted." The yeah. lights go on. He's like, "What?" <laughs> he, he knows how to flip the switch. 
Oh, he knows they know. That's why I love him. Once that Ellington, countdown goes on, he, like he becomes oh, I'm a different I'm ready. person. Just yeah, like, I'm, I'm ready to rock, but only if these people know, right? Because I just spoke to you guys literally not too long ago, and you guys know what the hell I'm going through. So I'm literally, this lights, camera, action is on. So we're going to get through today, man. We're going to have some fun, and uh, we're going to take it from there, man. Holy cow, I almost knocked down my dang uh, light here. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, we're going to have some fun today, man. As you can see, I have no show notes, so speed, run the show, because <laughs> I forgot it instead. Forgive I me. Got you, I got you, my man. I got you. Listen, we're, we're, we're going to talk a little bit of Rangers to get us started, because, you know, hockey is, is at the forefront right now. Um, it, Listen, basketball is right there, too, but we're a little bit worried about our Rangers here, Um, because they started up 2-0. Everything was all – they, they outscored – the Devils, I think it was 10 to 3 in the first two games in New Jersey. Ranger fans were going through the roof. We're booking tickets for the Stanley Cup before we even got there. Um, and and we're we're going back to MSG. You think, hey, all we gotta do is win one out of two, and you're you're up three one going into the final games. Well, you know, um, the Rangers refuse to make anything easy in this world. They they just don't like going through the easy path. So they shit the bed, and the series is tied up 2-2. Credit to the Devils for completely changing their game and just bogging down the whole game, just making it messy, slowing it down. They did what the Rangers were supposed to do. They, 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 they outrangered the Rangers right now. Um, so credit to them for changing it up because it was the dire, there was a dire situation for them. Now it's time – listen, listen – the the playoffs is counter punches, man. It's mm -hmm, counter punches mm -hmm. and just changing momentum back and forth. How many times last year, Eli? You remember it, Jeff? You, last year we thought the, the series was over. The Penguins in the first round. Oh yeah. The series was over with the Carolina uh, Hurricanes oh, yeah. in the second round. This is how the playoffs work. So I, what I'm trying to do here, I was very angry yesterday. We were all angry. You know, we're pissed off. Like Rangers don't have what it takes to to make it. I I've, I've cleared that that shit out. I've cleared that shit out now and. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is the Rangers have been through this before. They've been through the, down 3-1. Uh, they've been down 2-0. They, they, they've been through all the hoops. They have the experience. They have the talent. And listen, it's 2-2. It's not, they're not down in the series. It's a tie game. The road team has won every single game in the series. And if this keeps going on, we, 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 you're forced in a game seven. Um, you know, so – Let's just focus on the next game. The momentum could change just, just one shift, one one good good period. So the Rangers will be back. They're not done yet, and I have faith that this talent will will persevere and will take them to the next round. All it takes is one shift, baby. We'll be back. Speed up, so happy. Yeah, Speed, I'm yeah scared. because watching the beginning of that game, man, the, the Rangers seemed to cannot get it out their zone. Like the Devils was all in their zone, and Shesterkin was a little bit uh, uh, off balance, a little bit, man. He just just wasn't comfortable watching mm -hmm. that game from a Rangers point of view. You know what I mean? So I, I think the Devils outranges the Rangers. You hit the nail on the head. You know what I mean? Like they they wasn't aggressive enough. It seems like mm -hmm. they were up too well, and it's like, all right, we're gonna coast all the way here. So it seemed like they didn't have right. that, that killer instinct. And yes. that's something the Rangers struggled with last season as well, in my opinion. Yes, mm -hmm. they did come mm -hmm. back for certain games and et cetera. But now that they had their foots on the devil's necks and they could have won up 3-0 or whatever the case is, out. right, or 3-1, yep. you have to, Speed. Mm -hmm. You have mm -hmm. to. The Rangers have to find that killer instinct, which <laughs> they, they do. freaking do. They, like, like, they have the talent. You're absolutely right. There's a young team. They have the talent with some good pieces in it that can do it. 
However, I think they lack that instinct, man. And it mm. kills me. It just yeah. kills me that they'll go in there and they'll, they'll start hot. They're playing chip. They're, they're checking people. They're being physical. But the minute you've seen that, and you've seen it as soon as the puck was over in that zone, I was like, oh, they're not physical enough. This isn't yeah. the Rangers yeah. that I'm used to seeing, at least the first two games. This wasn't. Mm. This wasn't. Chuba's got to check somebody. Chuba's got to lay somebody out. Somebody. If you're going to be the enforcer, be physical. Be yeah. the it's not, if it's not physical. It's not. Agreed. The Rangers got to get back to that physical play. It's what they're known for. It's New York. And, it's gritty. It's tough. Yeah. They got to be that type of team. And I haven't seen it the past couple games. I just haven't. Yeah. I That's just haven't. Let's see well, what, he, they, what they got let, going let me, in the let jersey. Let me talk you off the ledge here a little bit. All right. So they look a little slow, right? They're a little bit of an older team. They got yeah. two days rest now. They they had they needed a little bit of rest, and then and, and they're going to come back on Thursday with a little bit of pep in their step because they need a little bit of a break. I think a little bit of time to reset the mentality too. Go home, clear your shit out, change whatever you need to change, and get back into into the series. There, the power play, zero for eight in the last two games. This their power play is lethal. Usually, you get yeah. you score one one goal in that in those in those last two games. They probably win one of those games, so that's an anomaly in my mind. They're they're going to figure it out. This offense is too talented to lose three straight games and be shut down three straight games. So I I think they'll break through. I think the power play will break through. The rest will help them, and you know they don't have to change much. Just tinker a little bit. But speed didn't we? Didn't we request that last season? It was like, listen, they got to figure out a, a, a motor. Like, they got to have a different motor, especially mm-hmm. when the playoffs come in. We were saying this last season. We were like, you know what, man? They need to find that extra step to, to pull through some of these games and not get mm-hmm. so tired. Because it seemed like they were drank in some of those yeah. series, right? We yeah. said this last season. They got to figure out a way. They got to figure well, this they out. Seem, they seem now. to make the right moves, though. Like, you, you picked up Kane yeah. before a playoff run. Kane is a future Hall of Famer, three-time yeah. cup yeah. champ. He's like fourth all-time playoff goals or something like the dude's a legend. He's a he's yeah. a skating legend. And he had that goal in the, in the second game. And you're like, oh man, if this guy gets yeah. hot, like the Rangers are gonna take off. Yeah. So Spiro, yeah. tell me why in the third period of that game, why did the Rangers forget how to skate? Uh, it, it, dude, they couldn't put amazing. a pass together. They couldn't there put was, two passes. No. They were so discombobulated and they're they're trying to cross ice passing, which the, the Devils have figured out bog down the neutral zone and don't allow the cross ice passes, and it's never working for the Rangers. They and then they do this this dump and chase, and then it's not working every single time. Devils getting it, growing right back out. The De- Devils again, credit to them. Fucking Lindy Ruff has made great adjustments. Mm-hmm. Like like K-Sexy yeah. knows said, yeah. he, he said yeah. it, man. Like the shout Devils, out K-Sexy. credit shout to out them. K-Sexy. Yeah, shout out to him and. Shout out to the Devils, man. They, they made the adjustments. Now it's time for the Rangers to adjust back. Can they yep. do it? And uh, I, I have faith. I'm not ready for this fucking season to end. This team is too talented. It's too fucking they, – they, they need to – their number one goal is to get to the cup. And if they fail in the first round, heads are going to roll. Heads are going to fucking roll. Gallant's not going to be back. And, you know, it, that that's, it is what it is. So have faith. Let's take a step back. Let's breathe. And Thursday is a massive day. Not only do we have the Rangers, we got a fucking NFL draft on Thursday. So buckle up, people. Buckle up. And one last thing, some more New York hockey news. Islanders are on the precipice right there of of losing to Carolina. They're down 3-1. They're up 2-1 in the game tonight. So they're trying trying to claw back into it. I hope that they can push Carolina at least one more game because if the Rangers do advance – 
You don't want a clean and fresh Carolina team in the, in the playoffs. You don't want a clean and fresh Tampa Bay team. You want them all scrapping. Because if we're going to go seven games, we want everybody else to go seven games too. So absolutely, that's a hot talk. Why Chill is out, it people. no matter no matter what players change over the years or the coach, which we've changed every few years, doesn't it always seem like the same shit happens in the playoffs? Where like <laughs> always. they always. they have they have enough time. They're never like the most dominant team where they're like no, you know. Maybe one year, I think they were technically the best team in hockey, but then you get to the playoffs and the, the hot team win. But they always yep. just seem to make it harder on themselves. They never just close out yeah, game. Yeah, that killer that's instinct. That's just New York like, sports, like, too, though. Like, that's it's just, just, like, I guess it's just it's sports. Giants, it's why. The, well, yeah, Giants, too, though. Like The Giants, every time they go to the, 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 uh, the Super Bowl, it's like the most thrilling game. Every game, it's like clawing, battling, fucking. But listen, that's what that's why we watch, man. This is this is why we watch. Don't count the Rangers out yet. That's all I'm saying. And we'll be back. Um, you Devils fans, fuck y'all. But good, good on you for fucking the adjustments, man. Um, should be a fun end, end of the series. But let's switch topics here because we do have a, t- a New York team that plays at MSG. That's up three one, and we're talking about our New York Knickerbockers. Show them the jersey, Jeff. Show them the jersey. Let's go. This is not Josh Hart, by the way. This Dude, is John Starks, okay? John Starks but, is in the building. Starks, baby. Very the legend. Very the legend. Yeah. Legend. Round of That's applause. Cool. Legend. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I, I'm excited about this Knicks team, right? They're up 3-1. And you know what? And I said this earlier, guys. I've been more into hockey than NBA. And here's That's why. Cool. Here's cool. why. Here's why. Because Uh-oh. being a Knicks fan for this long, right? you like, the Knicks are Knicks. You know, like, I just don't believe it. So when they get to that second round, maybe I just might be like, yo, and pull out a jersey or two, all right? Hey, <laughs> I'm going to pass this off right here to El Jefe here, man. You all ready to rock. What you got, man? How you feeling about this season so far? Dude, I'm so, I'm so pumped about this team. Watching them, especially that last game, how they took care of business at home. The crowd – Something about Knicks fans are just like yes. crazy on a They're different bonkers. level. Even though yeah. it's you, even though you have some Giants fans and Yankee fans, so they go mm-hmm. to all these different games. Something happens in Madison Square Garden for Knicks games where it's mm-hmm. just a different volume. It's just a different <laughs> atmosphere completely. People go, you see people in the streets after Dude, the, the game, streets for nothing. It just brings the cra- <laughs> like, and then I realized I'm fucking one of them. I'm yeah. sitting at home watching this like that's my fucking team. Like I have mm-hmm. not felt that way about the Knicks in so long. So like long, I wrote through the mellow years where like and like we had mellow like sweet sweet jumper man. Like he had yeah. a great yeah, like, right. best, <laughs> I, one of my yeah. favorite jumpers in the game. But like he was never leading this team, or they just didn't have enough pieces. This team is it, deep. Yeah. This yep. this team is not like their whole second lineup is still kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I used to look at other teams like. You know, obviously, uh, the Warriors are, are stacked at the, at the top with stars. But I remember thinking in their early runs, I'm like, damn, like their seventh and eighth guy is still like dangerous right. with the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have something. And the Knicks Dude. have something, man. We're going to talk about like kind of like the key factors and stuff like that. But if if they can get R.J. Barrett, all right, I'm just going to go to it. OK, he's my go. secrets. He's my secret sauce. Because Jalen Brunson deserves all the credit in the fucking world. Uh-huh. I don't think there's another point guard I'd rather have right now in, in the playoffs. He's playing at such Ooh. a high level, such a brilliant pickup. I trust him with the ball in his hands every single time he's got it. That's where the mm-hmm. ball needs to be. Mm-hmm. And he saved 
Randall from having to look like dog shit when the game's on the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yep, isolation, yes, chuck yep. up a three, that yep. is not fucking winning basketball. That ain't it. That no, ain't you're it. right. The no, penetrate, oh, penetrate and dish makes shit happen. But if you get R.J. Barrett to play like he's capable of, this team is extremely dangerous. You like, know they can the actually argument, go right? beyond the same Yeah. Number. I say this, Hef. It's just when can we get that R.J. Barrett we all want? That's he's showing it right now, though. He's no, no, showing nothing. it. He's doing good right now. He's doing this good the, right this now. This is the last game, consistent? basically. Exactly. Can he be consistent? That, and that's the, I think that's what the Knicks want. Can he be that consistent player that's going to go in and do his thing? This is only that last game that you're like, man, well, I, I see RJ, but I wanted to be consistent. You know what I mean? So, Hef, do you feel like it could be consistent enough to sustain a, a, another like round of the playoffs? That's no, the he, ha- he, hasn't, he has not proven to be able to do it consistently. No. But the, Knicks, the Knicks have enough pieces around where maybe they could stay afloat and stuff. But if he were to play consistently at that level – Dangerous. Dangerous. He's got because he's yeah. just a forgotten. Let's say he's got yeah. two games in a row though. It, it's he he had 19 points in game uh game four, and then uh no, sorry, game three, and then 26 in game four. He went three for six from three in game three. Uh so he's this could be the the, the, the turning point. And and this is what happened when the Rangers went to the playoffs last year. You never know when the kids are gonna turn turn into men and and, and take that next step. And what it takes is being in that kind of MSG environment and and feeling that crowd, man, because you're seeing a different you're seeing a different bat, man. If he could put it together, and who knows what's going on in that Milwaukee series because the Heat are, are taking it to Milwaukee right now. Heat look like you uh, start thinking big things. Yeah, yeah you yeah. start. Th- I mean, but Jay Butler's a fucking problem, but um, the, the Knicks are fucking doing big well, things. There's, and- there's a really important question that not enough people are talking about. Um, does Brunson look like a more handsome Kyler Murray? What's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy? I was trying to put like like where do I see that face from? I think it might be right there. I think that might be right there. I love it. He's kind of right. Ky- Kyler Murray has better hair, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jalen Brunson's hair, it's not his best, <laughs> it's not his best quality. Like no. he's lucky well, listen, he's very good at basketball. The good thing is about this whole run, Randall is still not a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. He has not been looking 100%. He hasn't really been playing like 100%. So I think he's been benched, for, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I listen, think he's been benched, if, so. the, if the Knicks take care of business here, say in the next game, or, or even in six, you give Randall some more time. To, the more time that goes on, the more time he heals. And if he gets to be his his 100% or close to 100% self, that's another another feather in the hat for them, man. The, the, you know, And a team that plays good defense, too. You know, uh, so it, it's it's pretty awesome to see. But hey, we have somebody that might be able to chime in on what the Knicks are doing. He's kind of a big Knicks fan, right? I, it's it's it, we we brought him on obviously to talk some draft, <laughs> some NFL draft stuff. But you know, you know, he's a big Knicks fan. Get in here, pal. What's going on? Pal? Yes. Round of applause, round of applause, round of applause, round of applause, and welcome to the show. You guys know who this is. You got a monthly subscription here to New York Revival, all right? It's the entertainer talking sports, baby, in the building, man. Let's go, man. Hit them thumbs up. Hit them thumbs up, man. Like the like, guys. What are you guys waiting for? Um, no, I, I'm super excited to be back on with you guys. Love you guys. Love the channel you're building. And I'm waiting in the back room. You guys get me pumped up. You guys got Nick's talk, man. I always yeah. got the Knicks on my mind. Obviously, my channel is focused like 99% on the Giants, but yes, I'm a huge Knicks fan. A lot of people don't realize when I first mm-hmm. started my channel, I was doing exclusively Knicks content, and then I kind of 
transitioned into the Giants because that was, uh, you know, that's kind of took off. <laughs> you right, know, that, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my first year on YouTube. But, um, yeah, I love the Knicks. Um, really excited about the way this team is playing. And I'm going to tell you what, man, Jalen Brunson, dude, like Jalen Brunson might be the most underrated player in the NBA. Like this guy, when you go back, you look at the way that this guy's performed in crunch time. He's going up against the best defense in the NBA. The Cleveland mm-hmm. Cavs this yeah. year only surrendered 106 points a game. That's like four points less than anybody else in the league. This dude's put up over 20 points in all four games. Last year, he was the, it, the yeah, he had the series where Luka was out against yeah. uh, uh, the Jazz when he played Donovan Mitchell last year in the playoffs, mm-hmm. where he was the focal point. He put up over 20 points in every one of those games. And this year, I mean, the fact he didn't make the All Star game is one of the biggest crimes oh, in the history. A joke. Of sports. I was yeah. just about to say yeah. that too. Talk, talk, and, and the way that R.J. Barrett is playing, you know, like like uh, like Mr. Glasshead was saying, like he's starting to grow as a player, show, showing a lot of confidence. I think he'll probably regress a little bit on the road. Like generally, younger players play better at home in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be a tough game in Cleveland, but I think there's a good chance we close it out Game Six. And yeah, things are shaping up that. I'm thinking Eastern Conference Finals. Like, if Miami could win, and I'm not taking <laughs> Miami lightly. I'm not taking no, Miami lightly. No. But, but you want to play them over the Bucs. Yeah, 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 hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And, and it's not even because I think they're that much easier, because I think Miami's a really good team. I don't think they're a true eight seed. It's because we have home court advantage. Like, that's a huge thing yeah. in the playoffs, especially when you got the Garden rocking the way that they do. But playoff Jimmy Butler is a different animal. That Miami team is mm. really good. They're much better than the seed indicates. That's yeah. gonna be a tough series. That's going six or seven if we get there. But we got to close out Cleveland first, and yeah, let's, who knows? You never know. Gonna have ourselves. Once That's you it, get Cleveland. To, once you get to that second round, if you could sneak by Miami, who knows? Maybe uh, you know, yes. maybe Boston. One of their players gets hurt, and then also, oh my God, like we got a real shot here. So you take it one game at a time, one series at a time. But yeah, it's exciting that the Knicks are back on the map because, like, I say this all the time. Listen, the Yankees are probably the biggest team in New York. They're the freaking Yankees. Yeah. But in terms of a fan base, and I love the Giants fan base. I love Giants. I don't think there's a better fan base in New York sports. Than there's the New York something fans. about the Knicks, dude. Yeah, yeah There's man. just something yeah, about it. Man. Yeah. The Knicks, yeah. loyal as they come, man. They yeah. just loyal yeah. as they come. And they're as passionate as they come. So, oh, they're, they're they're on the streets. You see it after every game. Like they yeah. won every game is like they won a, 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 a NBA Finals game, man. You got to respect it. And, I, and I've told these guys, I, I, I said it way earlier in the season. I said, if the Knicks win, I, I'm, I'm a casual Nets fan. Let's just say that. I'm, I'm a casual Nets fan. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. You're Nets a Knicks fan now, Speed. Nets no. what, what you, are, said, you are a Knicks fan. Said, no, no, no. No, I said, if, if the Knicks win two playoff series, I will fully convert. How can that open? I feel like that ante was off a little bit. Here's the deal, mister. Here's the deal, man. <laughs> If I'm not going to just throw my playoff series as the New Yorker. I don't care if you're a New Jersey Nets fan. Oh that's no, what yeah. I, call him. I I'm, I've been as a it. New Yorker, you cannot root for Boston. So if oh we hell, play no. The Celtics, hell no, I don't care if you're a Nets fan. You're pulling. No, for no, them. no, for sure not. For sure yeah. not. <laughs> I'm. Let's say right now, I've watched more Knicks basketball in the past two, three weeks than I've watched Nets basketball in the past couple years. So let's. I'm, I'm going to tell you this about your Nets, though. I'm going to tell you this about your Nets. They got swept, but they have a fun nucleus yes. there. They have a nice like, I, Mikkel Bridges is a bowler. That guy can play. If we can keep him, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I like <laughs> him. I think he's yes. a really good player. I, I think you obviously need more star power, but you have mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. nice nucleus there with some of the players you, yes. you you acquired in that trade. You need a couple of big pieces, but yeah. the Nets might not be as far away as you think. They need a couple of building blocks. <laughs> hey, like K60, listen. 
I, I, I like I said, I'm not throwing my Nets fandom around lightly. They, the Knicks have to go out and win another. They have to win this series and another series. Then I, I'm a man of my word. I know I, there's not many of us Nets fans out there, but listen, I'm a man of my word. I made a bet and I'm gonna stick by it. But listen, we got we got bigger fish to fry here. Um, we talked we talked our 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 Rangers our hockey. We talked about Tied, basketball. the Rangers tied right two two. Rangers are tied two two. It's it's the, a little bit. The more... the away team has the advantage in hockey yes. right now. Um, <laughs> we're we're really weird stat over the last three days. Really? The the away team is eleven and one. <laughs> like when wow. does that happen in eleven and one? And it's like. And that's I'm like my upset. one like casual sport. Like I will get into the playoffs. Yes. Like if the Knicks yeah. weren't playing right now, I'd be watching the Rangers right. religiously. But I'm mm-hmm. like focused on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. But um, I do like playoff hockey. I think it's great. Matter of fact, great, I think you could argue awesome. playoff hockey is the best out of all the. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, yeah, it is. Oh, it yeah. is. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's debate. <laughs> but I would think home ice in the NHL is like just as important, probably the most important. Like the crowd is electric. It's huge. So I'm I'm it, shocked by that stat. It's an absolute letdown for the Rangers, and that's what we were talking about. Like they, they were up two zero going to MSG. You think, hey, at the very least, we're gonna get we're gonna get one play. more there. Yeah, and I, then they. I couldn't help but think this is the same building that the Knicks just I know. <laughs> lit on fire the it's day different. before. They're different fans. They They're are something fans. is different, and that's why I say like something about Knicks fans because yeah. when the Rangers when it wasn't going well, the fans just sat on their ass and did not. Mm-hmm. You couldn't hear them when the Devils mm-hmm. scored first. The Knicks yeah. would be like, "Fuck that, let's go. We're down yeah. 15, but fuck you, let's go." Like, right. I don't know. Knicks fans are just different, like that. Hockey's a different sport where, like, if you fall behind by like a goal or two, it's super deflating because it's so hard yeah. to score. Like in basketball, you're going to ten on run in like two minutes. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's, in in hockey, you you go down by two goals, you could deflate that whole building. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. But listen, let's talk. Let's let's, let's switch gears here. Let's is there something football. else this week? Something else uh, happening um, this week? So that, wait, there is. But something happened yesterday, which we're our New York sports podcast here. Aaron Rodgers finally fucking got I'd got love to talk about traded. Yeah. Finally got traded. <laughs> it, it, the deal is done. Um, we'll talk about what, what you guys think about the deal. But I'm just glad it's over. I'm glad yeah. he's finally mm-hmm. in the building. It, we could just put that behind us now. Speed. What, what is the details of the deal first? Let the people know. You have the details oh, well, hold, of the deal. Hold on. I, I, now and see, you put me on a spot here. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, so, I, I, I thought I, we I, had it ready. I'm sorry that we had it ready. I know hey, the important details. Of the deal. They got first this ahead. year. Swap they they swapped first this year, and mm-hmm. the Jets gave up what will more than likely be a first next year if, if Rogers yeah. has 65 percent of the snaps, which if he doesn't, yeah. like what what are you doing? That's a disaster, oh, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a first. That's basically a couple of mid round picks. Right, it's not a it's not a fleecing either way. I think it's a pretty fair trade, and let's call a spade a spade. It Rogers just has to win, and it, it doesn't matter what the Jets gave up. If if Rogers yeah. goes out and does what he's supposed to do, it doesn't matter that the Jets gave up two first round draft picks. You know that that's they, they don't care. So you know they got their guy, they got a fucking great team around him. So the mm-hmm. Jets are now set, primed, and ready to go in the AFC, man. So. I don't know what are you guys thought about this. Let's see how they handle the primetime games because they're going to get a ton of attention. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how Aaron Rodgers likes the New York media because he is oh. he is he is. He's got his first uh, press conference tomorrow, right? Is that his welcome? Yeah. His welcome yeah. Let, yeah. let me it say this, man. Super interesting. I think the Jets was a quarterback away. I really yeah. do think well, so. A lot of people do. Um, that defense is ready. I think they're really ready to go. Mm-hmm. That offense, I ready. 
they just needed that quarterback. And I really do think the Jets are going to make some freaking noise in the AFC. I really do think so. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to find that second spark. Not even if he had a second spark. I don't think he needs it, but I think he's going to find that extra drive to be like, shove it. I still got it, especially to Green Bay. The Jets is going to be a problem, man. I'm mm. telling you, I got the strangest feeling in the world. You might see them make a run for the playoffs, and they're going to beat oh, the, they better. Shoot the Patriots. <laughs> they're going to shoot the Patriots. Now, you're going to see them just dominate the AFC East. I'm sorry. I'm going to say this right now on record. The Jets will dominate the AFC East. That's my thoughts on that. Wow, but, man, okay. I'm, 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 I'm scared of them. I'm scared of them people to beat them. Hey, wait, I'm going around the room. Them. I ain't got to worry. Of well, course, we ain't got to worry. But what if the play? Maybe week. Super Bowl happens or something. Yeah, I think it's Super Bowl, baby. That's well, what I'm thinking of. But, but let's, let's chill. Let's chill. Let's chill. Let's go around the room. Wouldn't it be cool that if if nine eleven Jets Giants would be what would happen? Wouldn't it be? I think it's a Monday night. Yeah, Dash. Dash is starting it up. Dash, if you're out there, we see you. We retweeted you. NFL is going to hear us, man. But. That'd Let's be go. cool, man. That'd be real cool. That would be. Oh, that'd be that incredible. Be. Uh, yeah. Monday night. And I think it would be beneficial for the Giants to catch the Jets as soon as possible early yes. in the year. Because we were talking about new, that, though. <laughs> new receivers, new offensive system. The later in yep. the year, probably the worst for the Giants. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, if, I'm a, if, you, if you're a Jets fan, how are you not excited? Now, listen, you've been down this path before. I remember. I'm old. Exactly I remember when I remember when you <laughs> traded for Neil O'Donnell. That didn't work out very well. I remember yeah. when you traded for Brett Favre when he was nine. Didn't work out. Coming from Green Bay, that didn't work out very well. Yeah. Now you try this. You did Testaverde. He did okay for you guys. You got to an AFC title game. But you've been down this path before, and you've tried to take shortcuts, and it hasn't worked. Now, if you're a Jet fan, if you're Joe Douglas, what you got to be thinking here with this move. You're, you're trying to copy what Denver did with Peyton Manning. You Like you guys were saying, you see you've got all the pieces, right? Denver had an incredible defense. You saw them carry Peyton Manning when he was in a wheelchair to win that Super Bowl in 2015. <laughs> Denver had weapons all over with Decker, with Demarius Thomas, with Julius. Like, they were loaded. Mm -hmm. So the Jets view themselves in a similar light to what Denver did. We need that premium quarterback to ascend us from a middle-of-the-road team to a Super Bowl contender. Do I think it's going to work? No. I think the Jets are going to make the playoffs. They're going to they're going to snap that streak of 12 straight years of missing the yes. playoffs, which is the longest streak of any team in all four major sports in you know in, in America. Um, wow. And I think they will make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to go much further in the first or second round because I look mm. around the AFC. Aaron Rodgers at 40 ain't better than Pat Mahomes. Aaron yeah. Rodgers at 40 ain't better than Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers at 40 ain't better yeah. than Joe Burrow. He's yeah. not, and I don't think the Jets are better than those teams. I still don't. I think they're a really good team. I think they have a really good defense. They're a playoff team, but I don't think it's. I don't think they're going to cash in on a Lombardi Trophy. So mm. that's really what this is about. If they don't win a Super Bowl, it's not worth it because now you're setting the franchise yeah. back after the after, oh. in two or three years, and you're going to have to start over. Yeah, you opened so, a, a two year window. Yeah, you so know, like I, yeah, it's a two to three year window. Yeah, I, I don't agree. think it's going to work. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to work. I think their hope is that also at the back end of this, this is going to help Wilson get a little bit of time out of the limelight and calm him down and learn from Aaron Rodgers, which in my opinion, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but that's their hope. That's their hope. Like now that they could bury Wilson, kind of like let him get all the way away from the limelight, all the pressure is on Rodgers, and that God forbid something happens or that, that you know, Rodgers shows he's got nothing left next year. Um, they can come back around and give him another shot, but the hope is they bury him 
and that Wilson could probably take the reins from him in three years and be I ready doubt to go. It. I, I doubt it too. I think that's, that's, that's their that's yeah. their end game. Like that's their their backup plan. That's like best of both worlds. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's what they're shooting for. But listen, if you're the Jets, there there was no there's no QB that was going to put them over the top in this draft. Yeah. yeah. It, so they had to go all in. And me personally, I probably would have done the Lamar Jackson deal if you're giving up two first. You know, Jackson's the younger guy. I, I think that he's the more dynamic player. He's got more more um, more more shelf life left, but. You know, Rodgers is it? Rogers is the win now guy. This is a win now team. Salah, I don't think he's got two years. I think Salah's got one more year to sh- to show that he could bring this team to the playoffs. And I don't know if he's got much left after that. So, dude, that's that's exactly mm. why I think this is so risky. It's because he's an unproven coach. So yeah. if you're using, yeah. if you're cutting your two year window in half with a new coach, you're you're kind of putting Rodgers behind an eight ball already, even with mm. the roster. If you have no real leadership. Like if they had everything else in place and Rodgers just had to step in like Matt Stafford in LA, where you had your coach, you had your system. Sala, like, I don't believe in Sala. He's, I don't, he hasn't shown he, me anything. He ain't McVay. He ain't McVay. No, and that, no, and no. The Jets don't have, the Jets don't have a winning tradition. Like the Rams had gone to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. They don't have Yes. That. Yes. Yeah, exactly. it'll, it'll be fun to watch. I mean, listen, as a Giant fan, it'll be real fun to watch if things start getting a little crazy. I, um, and might, and Rogers has to take on the media. It'll be very fun. To watch. Might, I mean, I love it as a you know a lot of. I love that the Jets are going to get the attention. Oh, it's going to be fun. I don't want the Giants to have the back. I hated when yes. Odell Beckham used to take over the headline. I don't want that. Just, right. just play football, right. stay out and, of the news. And Odell loved it too. Yeah, of course he oh did. <laughs> yeah. but, but let yeah. Aaron let. Uh-oh. Let Aaron Rodgers absorb all the attention. Let the Jets get the back pages, and we're just gonna do we're just gonna do what we do. We're gonna be smart, tough, and dependable. We're gonna win football games. So let them like let them get the back page. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I it might take me a minute or two to pull it up, and I I should have had it ready. But did you guys see the video floating around today of Zach Wilson when he was interviewed a few months ago, and they were like, oh, you know what, you know yeah. what if the Jets, you know, they believe in you and they want to keep you around, but you know they signed whoever veteran to come in here. And he just immediately responds, I'm going to make that guy's life hell every day in practice. <laughs> and then it, it cuts to Aaron Rodgers walking in and his wife, Peter, looking like Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's great. If, if you, it'll take me a couple oh. minutes, but I can pull it up in the back. Actually, I didn't that's hear funny. it, but I saw it. I saw it today on Twitter, but I didn't have my volume on. So I, I saw the video you're talking about. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Whoever made oh, that. It is cool. Now we got to find that thing. Live on TV, guys. We got to find this thing for you. <laughs> Please hold. Please hold, please. But yeah, what else we got, Speed man? Let's go. Let's let's keep it moving, baby. Let's. We're gonna switch gears now, and it's the topic that we're all waiting for. You know, the the draft is finally going to hit on Thursday. So you know, we wanted we wanted to talk about a what the Giants did this week because they picked up a big defensive tackle in Ashawn Robinson, and you know, defensive tackle was possibly a hole, and it was was starting to get rumors about like the, the Giants might be taking a defensive tackle high. This draft, and I think yeah. a run-stopping, big, young uh, defensive tackle like Ashawn, even though he's signed for one year, I think it might put that uh, defensive tackle position maybe on the back burner because um, of that signing, and a huge signing in my opinion. Because I, I, I just posted the the stat earlier today that hundred, almost one hundred fifty yards a game the Giants were giving up against NFC East opponents. Your your biggest competition. We were just getting gashed on the ground, and, and that that's where the, the defense just was totally deflated. They they went out, they got Nacho, 
They got they got uh, our our boy Okereke um, as a as a run stopping linebacker, and now you plug in Ashawn Robinson, and it just clogs up the middle there. And in my opinion, just a perfect move um, going into the draft. Gets one of your needs out of the way. And, you know, he's a young, like I said, a young, inspiring player that you don't have to now reach for a defensive tackle. But um, what, any thoughts on Sean Robinson, anybody? Uh, I love Canada? it. I, I yeah. love it. Um, it's obviously not like the headline move of like a Darren Waller trade or of a Bobby O'Karake. Um, but to me, it, it, it's one of my if if not my favorite, like my second or third favorite movie we made this offseason, because it yes. just it just ties everything together. Now you're yes. like, okay, now we have the necessary depth. Like you, you like you were saying, you watched those Eagles games and Cowboys games last year. And as a Giants fan, you're like, what the hell? Like it was like musical chairs with the Eagles. Like every third play, they're bringing in a new defensive lineman. And you're like, where are they getting this depth from? Like, how are they doing this? And then now the Giants have that. Like now, you know, with the additions that you were talking about with Nacho and obviously Robinson. Now, all of a sudden, Dexter Lawrence ain't going to be so winded in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Leonard Williams ain't going to be so winded in the fourth quarter. These guys are going to be able to close out football games, and we turned our biggest weakness on defense into our biggest strength. Good luck yep. trying to run against this team this year with that 330-pound behemoth, with O'Karake now at the middle linebacker spot. I absolutely love that move. I'm not going to completely dismiss the possibility we could take a defensive tackle yes. early in this year's draft. Facts. It's like he's far and away the best player on their board. But I agree with you that it lessened the possibility that we'll be taking a defensive tackle because right. you got to figure that Joe Shane made those moves because he's at least projecting. Uh, it's unpredictable. You don't know who's going to fall, but he's at least projecting that he doesn't think the best player on his board is going to be a defensive right. tackle. I think right. that's right. why he made the moves yeah. that he did. And so, so, so this is a good point, uh, Eric. Um, how – they were able to fit an eight million dollar guy under their cap. Um, first off, four. Saquon Barkley hasn't signed his ten million dollar franchise tag yet, so there's that. But to me, there there's other there, the wheels are in motion behind the scenes here. There there is something going some something's going to drop. Some shoe's going to drop. Be it Le- Leonard Williams, um, be like uh, Adoree Jackson, Dexter Williams freeing up money with uh, Dexter uh, Lawrence freeing Lawrence. up money with signing back. Yeah. Something's going on. They're going to free up money because right now they're, they're they're tied up against that cap, bro. They're well, it's, so it's tied a max up of, it. It's a max of eight, too. I think it's only yes. four guaranteed. Oh, yes. yeah. It's okay. four, it's okay. four uh-huh. and it's eight with incentives. I could be wrong in this, but I think the incentives go towards next year's cap if he hits them. I don't think okay. they go towards this year's cap. I could be wrong okay. in that, but I don't, I don't think I am. So oh, I think it's smart. only going to be around four against this year's cap. But, yeah, we don't have a lot of cap space, but – uh, the way that I think they're going to create that space, like the Dexter Lawrence contract is like the worst kept secret in the world. He's getting extended. And when they do, yes. um, that's going to that's going to create some cap. Right. I think yep. he's going 12 yep. against the cap uh-huh. this year. That's probably going to free up five or six million. They'll do something mm-hmm. to create some cap that way. And I still think Saquon's getting extended. I don't think he's playing the year on the tag. Ooh. I don't think he's getting traded. It's going to be a responsible extension. But I think they're going to come to come <laughs> okay. to an agreement. Where it's like 23, 24 guaranteed, essentially like two franchise tags. That's what yeah, my prediction three. is. Um, because I I think a lot of people just look at the Saquon thing like it's fantasy football, like it's Madden, like it's like, okay, yeah, the common sense thing is he's a running back, just cut the guy. They don't take mm. into account the human element that he's a yeah. leader of this football team, that he's respected in that locker room. And I don't think it's going to go strongly by the players if you take the face of this franchise, the leader of this team, a guy that they saw put his body on the line for 17 games last year was the driving force of that offense for the first half of the season and say, yeah, we don't care about this guy. We're going to play him on the tag. We're going to run him into the, I don't see that happening. 
I think yeah. they're going to want to do right by Saquon. But Saquon's obviously got to come down on his demands. But I think when push comes to shove, they're going to get something done. And if they're able to do that, that'll free up four or five million dollars yeah. in cap space this year. Absolutely. So and that's yeah, what I think is right. going to happen. That's how I think they're K60 brought up a good point, and I don't know if you guys are here listening to Giants Insider, but Chris Bisignano over there, he's he's pretty well in touch with what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, Shane does not like Saquon's agent. Uh, it's clear it was clear in the yeah. press conferences. He he, he Saquon's I'll agent. I'll tell you who else for should not mil, like. Bro. I'll <laughs> tell you who else should not like Saquon's agent. Saquon. Exactly. Uh, that's the market is totally different from what they projected. Because Saquon's, Saquon's agent, he fucked fail. up. Damn. Yeah, fucked up big time, bro. She fucked so, up. I think it's a she. Yeah, it's a she. Oh, she. She's well, pretty she hot fucked too. up. Is yeah, she? yeah. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe her looks will keep her around, but that's, yeah. that's I don't know if she's bad <laughs> business, bro. Bad he can get, business. He can get anything he wants. He doesn't. Yeah, need a yeah. But it, it'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's people saying, "Hey, maybe it, it could go so many ways. He could get traded on draft night. He get extended. He could play on a franchise tag, and I wouldn't be shocked in any scenario. So I think what what you said in the end. I think Mara loves him. I think the 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 Dable loves him. I think Shane loves him. I think everybody loves each other. He's a great leader. I still can't imagine Barkley on another team, but you know it's the way of the world. It's the way of the world. I, the I, the think they get I don't know where done. the sticking point is. I think they is. get something done, but it's 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 like two. It's a, I think he gets what's essentially two franchise tags guaranteed. That's what yeah, I think is going to yeah. happen. Something like that. But I, I I don't think they're going to go above and beyond. But I think they're going to try to do right by their player. That's what I think will happen when push yeah, comes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, now, so now before we continue, yeah, you guys, sorry, go. I'm gonna have you guys do your thing. Unfortunately, I gotta run. I gotta go to CVS, pick up prescriptions. Hey, guys, thank you so much. Go do your Tana's thing. in the house. Go stay finish healthy, up, brother. and uh, I'm gonna try to stay healthy, man. I'm shot, but I'm out of here. <laughs> but I'll catch you guys. Catch you guys on the next one. Draft night, all that good stuff. We'll check, man. Have a good night, y'all. Love, Love peace, you, peace, peace, blessings, peace. peace. Um, so listen, we're gonna talk a, bit, a little bit about the draft here. Um, and before we get into the 2023 draft. I want to go back into the 22 draft and I want to get everybody's. Yeah. Let's go back in time. A little back, a little back in All time right. over here. A little DeLorean. Um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what I want to do is I want to hear what, after a year, you know, we've been through the, the whole uh, season. Who is your favorite draft pick from the 22 draft class? Uh, and I'll go, I'll throw this to Tana first. Who was your, your number one guy from the uh, last year's class? Give it to us. All right, let I me go over the class. Fine. Let me go over the class. We had obviously yeah. Kevin Neal at the top. You had Wandell, I'll tell you, you had yeah, Flot, Azudu, uh, uh, McKeithen, DJ Davidson, uh, Bellinger, Bellinger. That was a good one. Um, Belton, Belton, Beavers, Beavers. Don't forget Beavers. about Beavers. Yeah, uh, McFadden. I know, and I didn't play, but TBD. So, it's hard not to of... say Kavon. It's hard not to say Kavon. Yeah, fair. Like, fair. how do you not say? Like, I love the big fella and Evan Neal, but. He yep. struggled a bit last year. I still think he's going to get on track. I think he's going to be good this year. But how do you not say Kayvon? Like yeah. it's it's Kayvon. It's Kayvon. The answer is Kayvon. Just for fun, yep. I'll say Bellinger because you found mm. some some really good value there. Um, what was he in the fourth round? Right. Yes. So yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's good value, and he's solid. He's he's not a he's not going to scare a defense. It's not necessarily somebody that you have to game plan for. But mm-hmm. if he's a solid blocker and he catches the passes that are thrown to him, he's a starting tight end, and we needed one. So yes. I think that was good value there in the fourth round. Now we have a stud tight end to go with him. So, I mean, yes. there's going to be even less attention on him if there was any on him already. So right. I think he could have, he could have a repeat year. If he didn't get hurt, you never know. He had to miss a chunk of his rookie year, and he almost lost a chunk of his eye. 
So I'm yeah. glad that he I'm glad, I'm glad he came back. That that was a free injury. Over there, that bro. was Are that was right me? in the middle of the season. It's like Jesus Christ. Like that's not that doesn't happen to anybody. Let's just say the whole draft class, by the way, has been injured. The whole draft class ACLs uh, for everybody. Everybody just got it. So it, it it's kind of cool because we're getting a whole 2022 draft class to come in with like the 2023 draft class. Yeah. And it, it's gonna it's just gonna be a youth movement, man. Um, but I know the guy got injured last year. And I and I know you know he he didn't show much, but I'm gonna bang the drum for Darren Beavers because I I love this player. I think value wise and for what he could be, I feel like if he didn't get hurt last year, he was going to take starting snaps very early in the season. Like, I think he was and, gonna start day one. I think he was yeah, gonna start day it, one. It, he was on his he was flying around. Him. He yeah. was on his yeah. light, and you never know how an ACL surgery is gonna you know affect a, a guy like that, but. For me, it was yeah, you know, to me. K sixty, you guys are on the team. We're on, we're on the same really page. Uh, if he could, if he could line up, even if he eases his way behind Okereke or lines up next to him, I think that that inside linebacking position, which killed us last year, because nobody can get off blocks. They overran everything. They were terrible in the run game. If those two could lock down the inside of that that defense, man, between the the the, the running the run defense that we have in front of them, that upgrades the defense in the front seven so immensely that yeah. I, it can't even you know i can't even get into it too much but i feel like i, it's, I love i, love yeah, I feel like it's that. easily thibodeau just because he's the only one who we got to see like sniff his potential that, right. or like got to be like what like bellinger is like good for a fourth rounder kind of thing but like beavers like i think flot is going to be good he, his best days are obviously yeah, ahead i of think wandell is going to be good too wandell yeah. we didn't get to see beavers was robbed from his whole rookie year so like that we don't have no idea how good this is. Azudu, Azudu, they're they're expecting big things out of Azudu. I, I think he's got potential, Azudu. Yeah. I do. They, yeah. they 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 thrust him in there early in his rookie year, thrust. and they don't. Yeah, you see what? They, yeah, uh, they they seem to have a lot of confidence because you're not hearing a lot about guard talk. You hear centers, but you're not hearing that they want to upgrade the guard position. So it seems like they're they're just giving him that that spot to run with. There. When I when I saw Zudu last year, in terms of like before, you know, after we drafted him, I watched him. I saw Lumbo. I was like, okay, I see why they draft. Like he, he's yes. really athletic for a guy his size. Um, mm-hmm. he's got versatility in terms of tackle guard versatility. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a project for sure. Yep. But I definitely think he's a guy that could end up being a pretty good guard for us. So I, I like Azudu. I'm not completely yeah. sold on, but I like Azudu. Uh, but yeah, Kayvon like actually flashed like all pro potential last year. Yes. Um, that Washington game was like a home that, run that, hitter. I thought we were watching Lawrence Taylor that game. So. Yeah, that was, that was an OC play if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just the strip sack and touchdown. OC yeah. was always Beautiful. looking for the home run. I can't yeah. wait to see that next step that he takes, man. Because like you know, it, 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 I think his his growth was stunted a little bit with that early injury. Yeah. Um, taking four week a month out of a rookie's uh, early season. Is like detrimental. So yeah, like, and, and it, also it, it factor in this year. You hope that like Aziz is more of a threat on the other side. He uh, takes yeah. more attention. Well, and if we're better against the run, he may be able to focus more in terms of being a pass rusher, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to go too crazy, but I could see like a JPP sophomore season for Kayvon. Like mm. I could see a big year for Kayvon this year. Like I big, hope you're right, man. Yeah. He could be that oh, difference maker on defense this year. Even that double digit sack. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about position groups here. Um, Hefe, I'm gonna throw this to you. What position group, in your opinion, do you think gets upgraded the most in this draft? Yeah, wide receiver, cornerback. What do you think needs 
needs most improvement? And uh, hit us with what your, what your thoughts are there. I think cornerback, and I've kind of been modifying my answer over the last few weeks, but I think they're going cornerback in the first round. And to be honest, I think they move up in the second and grab Mingo, and I think they address Ooh. both positions. That's my official prediction. Hey, and okay, it, and okay. It, and, it, and it means as much as everyone else's who has no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Exactly. They're going to go we're with their favorite. We're all guessing. We're all guessing. You, yeah, sound like all... A, you sound like an expert to me, bro. <laughs> they're going with their favorite corner. They're going to get him at 25. And then they are going to move up for a wide receiver. I think Mingo mm. in the second. And uh, we're going to be like, oh, shit. That's going to be nice. But my, my feeling on that is corner, I think, needs the most help. Because we have a bunch of B receivers, I would say. Yes. Receivers yes. that can move the change. Uh, chains, but we don't have any game breakers, any home run hitters. Right. I think we can be a good offense with those receivers, but I'm not sure we're going to get that alpha dude sitting at 20, 25. So right. get your best corner. And I think they probably pick another one up later in the draft, but I think that Double is going to be a huge difference. You know, as, as Flot gets better, yeah. as Adoree Jackson rides out his contract, we don't know if he's going to be here long term. They have yeah. to get a stud. And I think that's exactly where they're going. With mm, their first mm. pick, so I'm going to say quarterback. Like yeah, I, like I um, yeah, I, I mean, you never know. You can't predict when you're picking at 25. There's a run on corners. My right. opinion may change, but I've been steadfast with the corner really since the season ended. Like, um, mm-hmm. it just makes the most sense. It's especially after free agency when I saw they didn't address the position. Um, and in a, in a Wink Martindale scheme, you think about the job he did with Baltimore. Yeah. His first three years there, they had a top three or four defenses. Last year they were 25th. That was the year the corners got hurt. Like right. corner play for a defense like this, if you want to be as aggressive, you want to blitz 42% of the time like you did last year, you got to have confidence in your corner play. Um, and it's not even just strictly for this year. I don't think a door is going to be here after this year. I, yeah. I, I think they're going to, they're, they're, they're going to, you know, try to build through the draft at that position. There's only so many players that you could pay to keep on this team. You got to Dexter, Andrew Thomas, potentially McKinney, uh, you know, cave eventually, right? There's a lot of guys we got to pay. So, Dory's had injury troubles in the past. He's going to be approaching 30. I, I I think they look to build through the draft and even more of a reason to take a corner in this year's draft early. And I'm a big proponent is of drafting towards the draft strengths. Yes. Um. It's why I was, it's why I was screaming in 2020 to take a tackle outside of the fact that I'm obsessed with 300 pound right. men. Like I love, you really, <laughs> I, lo- I love that. About you you. Really <laughs> I get it. I get it. But, but, he's, but he's not 20, afraid to say it either. But in 2020, like, I was pounding the table because I'm looking at the tackle class. I'm like, you got Tristan Wirfs. You got Jedrick yeah. Wills. You got Andrew Thomas. You This was, you know, talked about as being one of the top dra- tackle classes in 20 years. So I'm a big guy of drafting towards the draft's strengths. And yes. especially when it fills a, a premium position that you have a huge need at, which is the cornerback spot for us. Yeah. There's like six or seven first-round corners in this draft. So mm-hmm. if you're the Giants, I, I think it's a slam dunk. Now – Again, I can't predict who's going to fall to us. There may be a guy yes, there that that's... they're like, we can't pass this guy up. There could be a run on corners. But going in, I think it's corner where I'm going to disagree. I think we're going center round two. And I know yeah. I know that Shane has downplayed it. He said, I'm comfortable with Bredesen. I think this yeah, is the first time good. that he kind of tells a little bit of a white lie. I, I think mm-hmm. Shane gets that center in the second round. I, I think that's the round where it's appropriate value. Um, whether it's Tipman, whether it's Schmitz, that's where I think they go round two. And then they get some value at the wide receiver position. Maybe they get one round three, round four, whatever. 
But yes, I think sir. they have enough of like stopgap options at that position to get by while still mm. realizing that we need some long-term answers there in, in next year's draft. But I think you got to draft towards the draft strengths, and the draft strengths in this year's draft is the corner early on. So, actually, that brings me to my next question. For you guys at 25, is it about BPA, best player available, or is it about filling a need for you? Obviously, in a perfect world, those two match, and you get you get a guy that, that – but if, say, um, uh, 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 Smith uh, Nigma or uh, somebody just – a stud, uh, a stud edge guy drops to you, where edge doesn't seem like it's a need right now, but if a stud edge drops – you know, do you go BPA? Because in my opinion, this the draft is not about 2023. It's about 2024, 25, 26, yeah. 27. Um, so do you, if somebody like a star falls to you, um, do you take the star or do you do you feel your need? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a cop out on this one. Every the popular answer for everybody is always you gotta go BPA, you gotta go BPA. Yeah. I disagree. I think you also have to factor in need. I think it's a combination of the two. Um, okay. Now, if the 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 BPA is if there's an edge that is way higher on your board than anything else, you you go with the edge. But I think you have to also take into account what you're looking to do on your defense, what your needs are for your specific offense or defense, your scheme, and that's what I think Shane's going to do. I he may have a guy on his board that's 18. And there, we yeah. may draft the guy who's 22, but he may fit what we're looking to do yeah, yeah. better than yeah, the right. guy at 18. And if they're that closely graded, then if they're that closely graded and they fill a need of a, 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 an importance on your team, I think you have to weigh both. I don't mm -hmm. think you should ever draft strictly for need, but I also think you have to take need into account. Right. Right. I think fair, I fair. think this is one of those years where it might match up for us. Like Chris yeah. was saying previous to this, where corner, it's if that's a super deep position in this draft. We happen to really need a corner, so don't overthink it. Just take yeah. the best corner available. It, it's, yeah. it's a huge need, and if there's good value there, and it's, if in your mind he's graded as well as the edge or the wide receiver, you might have to lean corner based on your roster. And uh, yeah, corners and I wide agree. receivers get paid big bucks, so to get right. them good ones on a rookie deal is what you want. I, I it'll be interesting to me. To, for me, the big question is edge. Where, where do they see Aziz in their mind? Because um, you could never, in my opinion, have enough pass rushers and edge guys. Uh, and Aziz, you know, he he's had one really good season. It could have been a second good season, but he got injured a lot. Um, where do they see him? And do they want to fill that position with another stud that to, to, to bulk up that pass rushing um, position? Because cornerback, as you said, the depth at cornerback is very good. You might be able to find somebody really good at 57 or trade up awesome. to get somebody in the second round if this, this stud wide receiver or, or edge guy falls to you. So it's going to be so interesting to see how Joe Shane navigates this draft. And I feel like this is the real first draft of his because last year, kind of like thrown into the, the, the fray like in January, Short, he didn't yeah, have his full runway. His, yeah. Right. He didn't have his full front office. No didn't stuff. have a full lay to land. You know, so now comfortable – Familiar, but hey, and, and if you look with. at the signs or the hints, we might be going wide receiver because, like, every one yeah. first round wide receiver sure. got a stake on our bill. Like, we took every yes. one of them out to yes. dinner, all five, including Jalen Hyde, if you want to consider him a first round prospect. So, mm -hmm. we clearly showed interest in, in in potentially taking a first round wide receiver. So, 
I wouldn't be surprised. It all it all depends on who falls to us. I just think yeah. they're leaning corner. Like if let's put it this way, if the Giants are gonna trade up, I don't think it'd be for our wide receiver. I think it would be for a corner. Like I, I think that's their objective. But if the right wide receiver is there and the right cornerback isn't, they'll take a wide receiver. That's that's where I think we are in the first round. Yes. Although I would not be upset if we take Schmitz. If they take a center, I'm good. I'm happy with that. That's so. one That's one of those scenarios where I fully expect corner or wide receiver. But if they think that that is a franchise center that you can put there for the next decade, mm-hmm. it's such a need that yeah. it's the kind of thing that no one, Giants Twitter is going to be pissed. Right. There's going to be plenty of people saying this guy was on the board. This guy's going to play whatever. <laughs> but you won't be upset when your quarterback can step back and have a second to look downfield because the interior offensive line is not crumbling. But, in front listen, of right. Hefe, at the end of the day, in November, in in December, if, if the center is doing a good job, is anybody going to care that, that's, that, that you the PFF mock draft yeah, said that John not. Michael Smith should go 40? No. <laughs> It doesn't yeah, it's true. If they if they identify one of these centers as a ten year answer at the position, I'm not gonna be upset at all. That's a right. clear need for this upset. team. You're right, Jay. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> I think um, it's easy to fall into the trap sometimes, and I see people do this. Is if something worked one time, then they think that's yes. the thing to do. But it's just it just happened to work that time. Like when the Giants drafted Carl Banks. And they already had a stacked linebacker group. Yeah, that they made that decision at that time, and it w- it worked out great at oh, that Pierre time. Paul, same thing. JPP yeah. too, or how you know the good offensive lines for the 07 and eleven Super Bowls were all like late round draft picks or undrafted guys. That doesn't mean you don't invest in the old line right. just because it worked that time. Like yes. it's always these are different people, and it playing a game that's basically a different game now the way it's played. Yeah. So you have to constantly update that, and you can't make decisions based on what may or may not work in the past. Facts. Big facts, man. I agree. All right, so, Hefe, you want to start us off on uh, a nice little game that we want to play? Oh. Kind of – because like, everybody – listen, everybody's – we're just sick of the draft talk. We've all gone through all the prospects, you know, um, so we kind of want to spice up the draft talk here yeah. and play a little bit of a game. So, Hefe, oh, take us through Oh, us God. It. Okay. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Entertainer. Tell me if you will be elated or devastated. This game. Shout out, shout out, Sam Prince. Sam Prince, um, love like him. Friend of the show. Best draft announcement of all time. Unbiased oh, opinion. He got his cave on. Uh, he <laughs> yes, got his cave on. Jeez, I remember watching that live with Spiro. It's actually we posted it afterwards too. We saw the we saw Sam Prince, and we're just like. I have never seen better vibes like in <laughs> my, in so my sad. life. And he said he wanted to be like a sports broadcaster or something like let's have him I, on the I've show. I've gotten to meet Sam like four times in yeah. person. Nicest He's like kid. the nicest kid in nice. the world. Nicest kid. And every Sam. once in a while, he'll just like randomly private message me on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Message will be like, you know, you just want to let you know, I got a job, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm like, that's awesome. You just, he's he, living his he's best just, life. He's just a really cool kid. You want the best for him. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, and he's, he's going places. We love that kid. All right, <laughs> uh, would you be elated or devastated? I think I know the answer. If we took a quarterback with one of our first two picks, mm-hmm. devastated isn't even a strong enough word. Like, <laughs> 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 like my Daniel Jones reaction would look like a Disney movie. A quarterback twenty five. Are you kidding me? So what was it? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the headphones right. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> reenactment, reenactment. 
<laughs> they were broken already. But uh, I was I was I was pissed. Uh, but they take a quarterback at twenty five. Yeah, I'll be fuming. Okay, okay, uh, yeah. I mean, Hefe, what do you what do you think? You late or devastated for you, man? Uh, say Hendon Hooker. Say Hendon Hooker somehow drops the twenty five. What would what do you, what what were you feeling there? I don't need a. Uh backup quarterback project at this mm. time i'm i would okay. be fine to draft one next year depending yes. how this season goes but we just paid a quarterback he's our quarterback now let's mm-hmm. let's improve the roster which we've been hoping for forever so let's yeah. let's improve the roster it's not the time do you devastated agree? i think devastated. we're all devastated um i think that this the contract structured perfectly so that this is jones's like essentially fifth year he's got to show something and if he doesn't show out the team's probably not going to play well because they had a tough schedule. Then you draft in, in a strong QB class, which you'll probably have a better pick in. You draft your quarterback then, you know, and, and that, that's, that's I was going to ask I Rob thought. how he feels about that. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, hey, this, he, is, this is actually the only reason this isn't factored in because I think the ceiling is absolutely sky high. And for, I, for AR. And, yep. Yeah. And Dable is the exact coach that would get it out of him. But if he fell to twenty five, but I see no scenario in which he gave Jones forty million dollars. Like it's not happening. Yeah, it's not yeah, happening. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But it, but you look at what like the Eagles they paid Wentz, they drafted Hertz. Second so round it, is at least possible, not in the sec- first. Right, true, right. true. It was a second round pick. Big difference. Um, right. but there are scenarios where it's okay to have like the 49ers have been like shuffling through this quarterback thing. It's like, yes. can we just find a fucking? <laughs> they took what was Brock Purdy sixth round, seventh round. He was Mister Relevant. He was the he last was just, pick. He was just a fucking project, like a uh, throw a dart, and now they're about to roll with him. So, like, there's value in taking quarterbacks when you don't think you need one. Yeah, on that I agree note, with that. on that note, the, everybody got all up in arms because we were, we were we brought in Hendon Hooker to, to talk to him, and uh, to me, you do your due diligence on every quarterback. It's, it's, it, quarterback's the most important position. Trey Lance is back on the market, and, and with a young guy, you just do your due diligence because even if you don't draft him. Say he, he he falls to you, yes. Now you done your due diligence. But even if you don't draft him, these young quarterbacks might come on the market after one year. Very Look at true. Willis. Willis is back on the market already. You know, uh, Trey Lance is back on the market. Possibly. And another angle: what know. if Washington takes him, and now you yes. feel like you have some intel on the kid because yep. you, you met with him and whatnot? So there's for it, there's no or downside if you're to getting a guy to like Jalen Hyatt. You get you get pick they, up well. There you go. That. There like, you go. You, maybe you're picking the quarterback's too. brain who was thrown to Hyatt to be like, okay, mm-hmm. well, this is what the you know. So there's there's there could be playing chess, to baby. Yeah, playing exactly. Chess. <laughs> All right, Spear, you got another one. Now there's no middle ground, right? You have to be elated or devastated. It's gotta be one of the two. <laughs> one of the two. All right, now. elated or devastated. Jeff, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing this to you, Jeff. Um, if we take a center. At 25, are you elated or devastated? I have I to think say, I know the answer. Here. I have to say elated because I wouldn't be devastated. And I, <laughs> fair, I just, I fair. wouldn't be elated, <laughs> but I know I wouldn't be devastated because I am in favor of shoring up the interior offensive line. I know we need corner. I know we need receiver. But if they view this center as the guy, as I said, then I am more elated than devastated. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Um, I, I tell you, I think I know you, but what, what, what give us, yeah. I mean, elated, if I have to pick, I'm, if you I have, have to, to I'm, pick, sorry. I'm gonna say elated. I think my best, my better word would be relieved. I'd mm. be like, okay, okay, right, we don't gotta worry about that center spot, right? Now. Um, right. 
but elated. Yeah, if I have to pick one of the two words, it would be elated. Yeah. I'm going to go against the grain here just because like, I'm, I'm going to spice it up for the show. I would say I'm going to be devastated. I, in, in real life, I wouldn't be devastated. But I, right, right, right. I, I think Defend your val- positions. Yes. Go ahead. I think, th- I think there's value to be had at the center position in rounds two and rounds three fair. and even in That's rounds fair. four. It's a deep center draft. And I don't see any one of these guys as being a star. Like there's no there's no um what's, it, what, what's his name from there's no Linderbaum there's no uh there's no Kelsey even though Kelsey was drafted in the fifth round you get my point there's no star center out out there that that's a slam dunk and that that could be you know the the guy I agree that we need a center I just don't think it needs to be at 25 I think you can get more important positions um and higher higher ceiling players at 25 than you would get with the center I position. agree I agree that's with just that. my take. But yeah. I'd still be elated because I left the render. Fair, fair. But... <laughs> fair. Hey, I'm trying to spice we it know. up here. Right? We As can't we agree know. on everything, guys. <laughs> All right, this All right, is Jeff, a good one. Swing it. This is this is a real good one. Oh, I like this. Okay. Yeah. Tana, would you be elated or devastated? Gets worse every time I play it. Um, <laughs> elated or devastated if we trade Saquon Barkley on draft night. By the way, I, I be, I'm going to answer this, but Ooh. who did the voiceover for this? That was me. It was really bad. He did the ESPN. He did the ESPN. I didn't. Like... <laughs> I didn't realize I was channeling. ESPN used to have this guy brought to you by. <laughs> and I, I guess I was watching a lot more ESPN in those days. But yeah. Um, if we trade Saquon Barkley, would I be elated or dead? I, again, I don't think either word's appropriate. I think the, the, I'm, I'm going to give a word. But I think my word would be understanding. If I had to, if I had to come up with a word, if they were to trade Saquon Barkley, like I would mm. completely understand it. But if I got to yes. pick one, I'd be devastated because I love Saquon. And I, 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 I want, you know, I want in 10 years to be able to look at the ring of honor and see Saquon Barkley's name in there. Like, I love him. I think he's everything mm. I want a New York giant to be. Um, I think he's such a big part of the, you know, the culture of this team, one of the biggest leaders, and definitely he's more to me than just a running back. Like he's he's an important player to this football team. So I'd be understanding. Like I would be like, yeah, I understand that he's a running back. He, he, he's had injuries. He's 26. You don't want to pay the guy. Um, you, you want to get what you can. But me, you know, deep down, I, w- I want to see Saquon back. I want him to get that two or three year commitment. And I want to roll it back with him. So I'd be devastated if I got to pick one of the two, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be screaming. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, for me, um, you know, I, I was sitting here defending Barkley as a, as a number two pick. Uh, it wasn't his fault. He got picked at number two. I've been backing the guy. I, I truly do believe he is the most special talent at, at the running back position in the league right now. If he stays healthy between his pass catching ability and running ability and electric, um, you know, home run hitting and just his personality altogether. He is the guy. He's the face. Um, I would be devastated, man. I would be devastated. I totally – I wouldn't be pissed at Joe Shane. I'd be pissed that Saquon Barkley has to leave the Giants. Yeah. That I, that would devastate me. Um, it would, you know what the, it would feel like, Mr. Glass? Because to, to, I know you're a Met fan like me. Yeah. It would feel like when we lost to Grom. It was like yes. you understood yes. it because of right. his injuries, his age. And he really yeah. didn't want to be back here, and he got more money with Texas. So, hundred percent, it would be You're very right. similar to me to the Jake Degrom thing. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm with you guys, and uh, definitely way closer to devastated. I understand positional yeah. value and all those things, and I think Shane, just you know, seeing how he was talking about it in the press conference, 
he's not he's not thrilled with the situation it sounds no. like <laughs> so i wouldn't i would say it's possibly on the table and you, and you just never know what could happen he's kind of done some sneaky moves that we didn't see coming but i think saquon with how the giants offense is built right now i think he's too important and i think he you know with all the read options that jones is doing all the success jones had on the ground a lot of it is faking saquon and having that and i think it opens up the offense having saquon there so it'd be a huge gaping hole pause in this <laughs> offense that is very hard to fill with just any old running back. So I would be way closer to devastated. Yeah, and you think about, you know, we all talk about how Daniel Jones is going to be improved because of the additions to this offense. Think about Saquon Barkley. Like, now he has, like, a real play caller, and now he has help on the outside. He's got Darren Waller. He's got got more pieces. Mm -hmm. Like, he could be more explosive next year, too. So I I really want to give Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley two years together. Um, Right. Ideally, like I want to give these guys two years and really analyze them and see what they could grow into with three years of stability under Dable. So I hope they run it back. Yeah. One more thing. Draft another running back, though. Don't go into the season with with Brita as your only, you know, and and fucking Brightwell as your only guys. You have to prepare for the worst if 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 this doesn't if this goes south Um, and you have to find your Pollard. You have to find your Pollard that's going to be able to take over. And be that change of pace, but still electric court running back. And it and also helps. It, it helps keep Saquon fresh. Yes, yes. I want exactly. Exactly. I want Pacheco. Fun. I want Pacheco. Yes, get your Pacheco, man. Dude, that <laughs> dude just run like as soon yes. as he gets the ball. It's like get the fuck out of the way. Like, and they got him. Was he sixth round? He was yeah, late. So, he was I think late. Six or seventh? Yeah, I don't even know. It was late, dude. Was that's the late. kind of running back that you you can supplement and add compliment with Saquon Barkley, who yes, he, I think he was a little bit better this year at putting his shoulder down and getting some tough yards. That was yeah, kind of frustrating right. in years past. I think he got, he was a little better with that, more aggressive, but you need a guy who's hungry, fresh legs, rookie who just wants to run people over and then let him tire the guys down, keep Saquon fresh. Like, damn, that's, that's dangerous. So I hope they we find talked about, guy. talked about strengths of this draft. Running back depth is also a strength Very of this draft. Strong. Yeah, very so fun. this is where you got to get your guy. This is where you get your guy. But uh, Hefe, roll it. What, what else do we got here? Do we have any more? It's back to you. We got we got two more quick ones. I'm okay. not going to play the voiceover thing again because I enjoy it. Yeah, all, yeah. All, right, all right, fine. <laughs> uh, Spear, are you ready? This one's yours. Okay, cue me up. Chris, will you be elated or devastated? Okay, would you be? Later, devastated if the Giants went defensive lineman again at number twenty-five. Now, I'm going to switch. No, Sean Robinson. After that, um, would I be a later devastated if the Giants took a defensive lineman at twenty-five? Um, man, again, <laughs> neither word. I know. It's uh, too much. I know. Rob, our zero throughout, irritated, and I feel I'm like, like that was... I, I can't say devastated because. <laughs> I think we need more help on the defensive line long term. And when you're drafting, you're not drafting just for next year. You're drafting for the next five years, you know. And I'm always a big proponent of improving the trenches. You could never have enough pass rushers. Mm -hmm. Although I will not be elated, it's not like my dream pick. My dream pick is probably a corner or wide receiver um, or a center. But if we end up with Kalaja Kansi or if we end up Mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, one of these edge rushers. Yeah. yeah, We see the DT. Um, I'm not going to be upset. So yep. again, it's more so like understanding, but if I got to pick one, 
I'll go with Got it. it. <laughs> All right. All right. Hefe? I'm kind of with you just because I don't think there's anything wrong with building a dominant defense. <laughs> you know, yes. mean, like, <laughs> I think Dable, I have more faith in Dable than I do pretty much in any player that we, I just don't know how to say like mean spirit. We're talking pre-show and you know how it's not just about Daniel Jones. It's Brian Dable. Like Dable just won basically the MVP mm-hmm. of coaches. And that's how I put it, right? Like that's the kind of coach that we have. So to be able to add so much talent on the defensive side, I think he will scheme up enough offense as we continue to add pieces there. But if you actually add all that raw talent to the defensive side, and then you get into November, December, and January, yeah, you can you can go far with that. So like I'm closer mm-hmm. to elated on building the trenches and being dominant on defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was gonna go against the grain here and, and disagree with you guys, but I can't because listen. Leo, the writing's on a wall with Leo Williams. He he is probably not going to last. Past, if he stays in his team, yeah, right? If he stays yeah. in his team this year, that'll be surprising. If he's, he'll definitely be gone next year. I, I, I know. I, I'd actually be surprised if he's not a giant this year. I think he'll be a giant this year. But I, yeah, I, I think yeah. But there's a possibility. You know, if they have to, yeah. yeah, that would be a um, desperate move to eat twenty million. Yeah, yeah listen, it would have to be something crazy. But Ashawn Robinson again. Not under contract next year. Yep. Dexter Lawrence might be the the only true piece that's under contract next year. So, a massive Fair need point. still. It's an undercover need. need. It's an yeah, undercover yeah. need for the future. Um, You're right. And what what you know what's the hallmark of the Giants? Just keep rotating defensive linemen, and you see in the Eagles do it. They 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 have line defensive linemen in spades. So, I would not be pissed in the least if if the, the, and, the, the kid, other, and the other thing you got me yeah. thinking about as you're saying it. Look at the market for defensive linemen. It's it's, oh, it's ridiculous. Through the roof. Through so the, roof. the Giants are like, well, Leo's not going to be back next year, and we don't want to spend $20 million to get a guy like Dalvin Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. And they like Cansey in the first <laughs> round, and they can right. pay him like $2 million. Like, yeah, I understand it. So, yeah, I'd be closer. It's to smart. Him. It's yeah. smart. All Last right. One. Last one. It's a big one. Chris, would you be? Elated or devastated? If the Giants trade out of the first round, out of the move, first round, move on back all to together. No first round picks. I'd be happy with it. So I'll, I'll say elated. I mean, okay. it, it's again, it's all circumstantial. It depends who's of there course. at twenty five. It depends what we get. Yes. Um, so, but under the right circumstance, if I feel it's good value, if I feel that there was not like a home run, like like if if, if Porter Junior's there, like. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yes. if, if yeah. there's like no like unforeseen guy that shouldn't be there at 25, and it's kind of status quo, and a team wants to trade up for say I don't know like uh, Hendon Hooker, you know, a quarterback, they want to move up from yeah. say 34 to 25, or um, you know, whatever it may be, Will Levis if he were to fall, and yeah. we were to drop back say nine, ten spots, and we get more value, we get future draft capital. Um, and you're, and then you're kind of in a position where you could do whatever the hell you want. Like nobody can complain mm-hmm. at that point if you want to take John Michael Smith or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy with that. So yeah, I'm, o- I'm always about picking up value, especially when it, when it makes sense. And I think it could make sense. You're right. Cir- circumstances like you, th- you would imagine it would be a team behind you who wants to jump up and maybe grab someone, but not necessarily. If it's a team that already picked in the first right. and they're trying to get back in, they might give up next year's first to be able to do that. So we depends so, how far, but you jump back, right? Yeah. Giants mm-hmm. could be out of first round grades by everyone who's gone and say, "All right, let's let's pile up draft picks, get another second, and then a first next year, and be like, okay, we're like, how great was that? Knowing all 
the, through the painful year that we had that Bears first round pick, like watching oh, the Bears and just seeing how it unraveled. Like that was awesome. Knowing you yes. had an extra first round pick, well, especially especially because we sucked. So that's what we yeah. had. That, that is <laughs> after four weeks, we started looking at April again. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, it's circumstantial. But I'm down for Trader Joe to make some moves. Mm. Spiro, what do you yeah. think? And, I, and, um, I, and one yeah. further, I'd also be equally elated if we traded up. If the right yeah. situation yeah. was there, like if we moved up to 19 or 20 and we were able to get a, you know, a guy, a, whatever, whoever it sure, is, Porter Jr. or Banks, and you gave up yeah. a third to do it, I, I'm, I'd be completely fine with that, too. So okay. I, I could see I could see both scenario where I'd be happy. I'm going to go skip Bayless here and just be the opposition again, because this is right. what I'm going to do. Good. Um, I want to see a draft pick on, on that first night. I want to see a draft pick. I, I want I a first that. rounder. Tell us and, why. And because that fifth year, man, that fifth year, it's it's if you get your guy and, and you, you you know he's your guy, getting that extra fifth year of 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 under team control is so huge sometimes. To, you know, look at Dexter Lawrence. We don't necessarily have to pay him this oh, that's year a good point. because good point. we have that that fifth year option. We theoretically didn't have to pay Daniel Jones if we didn't want to in a perfect in a, in a better scenario because he had that fifth year. You know, I think that fifth year. Is so massive keeping somebody under a, a good control because theoretically, if there's even a, a thought about keeping him, that means he's played good for at least two of the, of the first four, five yeah. years. So having that fifth year, and and part of me, my little boy inside of me, like I I, I love Thoughts. I want to sit through that whole first night, and at the <laughs> end of the when the twenty fifth pick comes up, I'd just be like. Oh no, we don't even get the. I know. I know. We already waited two and a half hours. The fan, the fan in you is like, I don't want to sit through four hours and not have a player. Yes, exactly. Like the GM in you is like, I'm being totally unrealistic. I understand this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, listen, when when you when you call a spade a spade, having more cracks at this, having more bites at the apple is a smart thing to do. Having more second and third round picks is smart, and you know if you get the right package, do it. But it hurt me a little bit. The little little boy in me would hurt. It would kind of be like like this. It makes sense because, at at least according to the experts, who they're like weathermen, like they they don't know half the time. But but, but according to the experts, like this is a draft where like most teams have a first round grade and like fifteen prospects. Right, and then everybody else is bunched in. Feels like it's more condensed towards the middle in terms of where Mm -hmm. you're going to get your value. Mm -hmm. If you could Mm -hmm. trade back and get future draft capital, it makes it just makes a lot of sense. It's smart. Yeah. Uh, well, listen. All right. I don't hold, know. On, hold on. One more thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, One more oh. thing here. Um, we I do want to go through something because, as you know, it was only two weeks ago that we mm. did our people's mock draft, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we picked the top ten. And already since then, it already seems like some of these picks aren't like looking. There was, there were, yeah, there's been some movement. Yeah. There's been some news. There's been some rumors. So, mm-hmm. like, as usual, anything can happen here. So, let's take a look. <laughs> Love that Love noise. It. That Love has that nothing sound. to do with what I wanted to show you. But we <laughs> we should be able to talk over this. Yes. 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 CJ Stroud. There's, rumors of, there's rumors of Bryce Young. Young is going to go one. That's what it sounds like. Young's going to go one. So it's off so to that throws up the whole thing. <laughs> we know. We know. NYG Mason. Right, I got a question for you. If yeah. Richardson goes three, but it's not to the Cardinals, does he still get credit for that pick? Hmm. We'll have to discuss that. Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because has to be the card. Yes, it has to be the team. But okay. look, Nick Nick is pretty on point with Will, Will Levis. I, I think he will go to the Colts. That one seems like a slam dog. 
Will Anderson, I think, I don't know if he makes it to Seattle. Wow. I, Bobby made the smart pick That there. could be a Cardinals move. Yeah, the Cardinals picking up a guy. Monty um, looks good. Monty's looking good with, with a spoon at six. Tana, Tana, yeah, you you're looking good. Raiders, but because yeah. I, here's what I'll Fine. say about the Raiders. I, I love the pick in that mock, but in real life, I feel like one of those quarterbacks is going to fall to them, and I could easily see them taking mm. Anthony Richardson um, with that, that seven. Would be, uh, but that if would be a, not, if they're yeah. not going quarterback, I'm confident that, that with my pick. I will say this about Oakland, and it's a kind of job that might save uh, what's-his-face over there, fuckface, McDaniel. Um, <laughs> if, if you draft a young quarter, quarterback, you can say, hey, I'm developing him. If he shows even an inkling of, of high-end potential in that first year, that buys yeah. you another year. Yeah. You can say, listen, listen, this is my guy. I bought him in. He's got star Unless potential. If you're Pat Shermer. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yes. Good point. Yes. True, true. Very true. Um, I, I, that's what I, that was actually my argument for why I was so confident that we were going to bring Daniel Jones back. Like a lot of people are like, you're putting your job on the line for Daniel Jones if you're Dable and Shane. I actually felt like it was an insurance policy to buy themselves more time to build up the rest could. of the team. Like, I feel like they have no pressure on their job now for the next two years. Like if Jones, if Jones is bad, then you, you could always go to Mara and be like, listen, that wasn't our guy. Over it was your guy, Mara. The next guy. Yes. <laughs> you wanted no, him, Mara. I, I think that they wanted to bring him back. No, I, I, they agree, did, I agree. Yeah. But, but they could always be like, listen, definitely some truth to that. these last two years to improve the team. Now let me go and bring in my quarterback. So yeah. it's why it was always pretty obvious to me that it made yeah. As the season progressed, that it made sense because it's you, yeah to take I it. Try, when it comes to decisions like that, I try to think from the mind of the general manager. Yes, and it, as much as you may not want to think that way as a fan, as a GM, your job is to try to make sure you keep your job. To keep your job, yes. it, it is yes. the gig you've been working for for exactly. how, your whole career. And, yeah, and the, and the safest path in terms of prolonging his opportunity to stay in as the general manager for the Giants for the next ten years was just roll with Jones for a few more years. I think, That's yo, so true. And I think there's so a couple fair. things in their favor. One, Mara doesn't want to shuffle coach and GM again yeah. after two years. Definitely not. Yeah. But I think he also saw the landscape of the NFC, saw that they were could already be competitive with Jones. All the elite quarterbacks are in the AFC, uh, unless you consider Jalen Hurts elite. But you can look at the NFC and say, Daniel Jones is going to keep us afloat. Like, we're going to win at right. least eight. Or, we're not going to be in the toilet where – we're going to get fired. So I think it's a really good point that it was a little bit of a job security move, but also the way they structured it was this buys at least two years to build up the roster. And then right. you can kind of decide in that third year, do we go for the higher end prospect or do we keep rolling? Or does Jones become the higher end prospect? Or does he become that guy? He could take that next step. There, there's, there's so many ways that this could go right. And even if it goes wrong, they built in that, 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 you know, fail safe, um, where they could get out of it in, in year three. But, uh, hey, listen, it's going to be a fun night on Thursday night. Um, remember, there is money on the line. If you guys nail these picks, we're going to throw out some cash to you guys. Big um, money. You guys, big money. And you guys also picked the Giants picks, too. So we're going to live tweet from the Revival like account. Flowers, I think. Which yeah. I don't think that pick hey. I did take flowers. Crazier things have happened. Oh, they have they yeah, yeah, it might happen. It, 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 there's some buzz there. There's some smoke there. So, 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 real quick, this is uh, Zach Wilson uh, being asked about the Jets signing uh, yes, a veteran yes. for you. Let's say, look, uh, we're going to keep you. We like you. We're going to develop you. But we're signing veteran X to be our starter. Yeah, I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice every day. <laughs> yeah.
That's uh, fantastic. Good luck, Zach. So good, luck, good, Zach. good luck, bro. You're cleaning his jog strap. And there, there's, there's word like, so would you go into the season with Zach Wilson as your number two? After what happened last year, like only by can necessity, you, can, can you even can you even show face? Like, God forbid, Rogers gets hurt. How are you going to throw a Zach Wilson in there? Who, I, the whole team quit on. If God, I could get anything for Zach Wilson, I would trade him. Yeah, Not, he has like no value. Whatsoever. Yeah, if you could even get like a third round pick for him, I, don't I would even know. I would yeah, trade. like the right? Cardinals were able to get, uh, I think, a third for Rosen. If right. you were to get something like that, I, w- I would trade. They, sh- they should take a third round pick immediately. I think he's a baby back bitch. I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, so another one, real quick, to wrap up the Rangers Devils series. This this was filmed t- twenty eight years ago, but it feels pretty relevant today. We took it to you. You couldn't get it out of your zone all night. We were aggressive. We didn't let you bet it. Yeah. All right. That's enough out of you. There's still three more games left in this series, my friend, and it's far from being over. Very far from being over. What? Hey, what are you doing? Watch where you're driving, man. Don't mess with the devil, buddy. We're number one. We beat anybody. We're the devils. The devils. The, the best. It's that, last, that last Tyler. noise we make. <laughs> Dude, timeless oh, Seinfeld, though. So good. Seinfeld Fucking is so best. Good. It's Did timeless. You ever see, uh, um, what, what's the what's the spinoff of Seinfeld? Uh, uh, Curb? Curb. Curb, you're enthusiastic. Curb is fantastic. I might Larry even like, David is I, a damn genius. I like that as much as Seinfeld. I think and I like it more than Seinfeld. Exactly. That's, that's and you could see the influence that he had on like the mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Like, the way... Little bits of the storyline are all tied together at the end yes. somehow in some hilarious way, and it all yeah. comes together in the last thirty seconds. Like absolutely brilliant comedy, <laughs> completely brilliant comedy. Seinfeld's character was based off of Larry David, right? I think it was I, actually uh, George's character. Oh, is that that's yes. what it was? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, George's character. Yeah, fucking best. All right, well, listen, big. First of all, Tana, thanks for joining us. Tana, yeah, thanks dude. for joining us. You're always welcome. You have the keys to this show. Um, you are our rock buddy. And listen, we, we will be with you. I, I, what are you doing on Thursday? Any plans? Or Thursday, I'll be streaming on, on my channel. I'll be doing streaming? All right, so yeah. join this motherfucker over here because he is the best. He does great shit. Um, and listen, Rangers are going to be on at 730, leading you right up into that job. So we have a big and the night Knicks of sports. Are playing too. Uh, no, Knicks are playing Friday. Knicks are Wednesday, Wednesday tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah, Wednesday, Knicks, Friday. Hopefully, hopefully we don't. Hopefully they close it out. Hopefully yeah. they, they, they that we don't even have to worry about Friday night. Let's go New York Knicks. Carry us home and let's go Rangers. Get back in the series. And Giants fans, we'll be there with you. Tweeting out the picks. We love you. Enjoy yourself on Thursday. Um, Hefe, you got anything else, man? We're gonna wrap Thank you, up? Tana. We love you, baby. Go get some Revival merch. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I these guys' shirts, man. I don't even have merch, man. But they have great merch. Hey, we might have to send you something. Well, we'll send you, we'll send Our, you I one. I was talking about my own merch. Not to- Actually, this is <laughs> but, hey, uh, nice. you got you guys, you, you guys got some good merch, though. I saw Tiki Barber was wearing your shirt. That was fun. Hey. Tiki's um, a man, man. I, I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for having me on. I see Rob in the chat. He said, like, eight times, Tana, I love you. I love you. <laughs> on twitter because it's fun but um no i appreciate i appreciate you guys having me on thank you for everybody for watching all the support you know what i always say, love you man you guys are great looking forward to uh, doing this with you again i think we said we'll do this monthly so i whenever you guys oh, yeah. want, you let me know and 
Uh, try to get you guys on my channel soon too. So I appreciate Absolutely. you. Good night, Let's everybody. go Mets. Let's go. Mets, Mets look like shit tonight, but um... no, I didn't. I didn't get to watch. I know they lost their last two to the Giants. They lost again tonight. Yeah, big big West Coast trip though. Seven and three. Let's, yeah. let's, let's 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 long season though. Long get season. Get your act together though. Let's go. We we got the highest payroll. You better start winning. Get your act together. All right, boys, everybody, ladies, gentlemen. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. And um, buy that merch. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you, Tana. Later, guys. Later.